everybody. Welcome to the Ballroom Podcast. I'm your co-host, Zach, joined by co-host Lane and co-host Davis. Thank you all for joining us for our first episode. And uh, Lane, you want to tell them a little bit of why we're getting started? Yeah, well, the reason why we started this podcast is me and you, we were dove, dove hunting. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it was crazy. One of those things like, you know, you're sitting in the back of your pickup. Yeah. And you're just you're just shooting the shit and you're just talking. Yeah. And we started thinking it was one of those deals like nobody's man, doing this. Nobody nobody our age is really talking about, you know, living life as our age and like how it goes and 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 the thoughts that we think you know, what we think about and everything. And um yeah, so it was one of those things like, Yeah, let's do a podcast, you know? And um it's one of those things I never really thought it would kind of be a real thing. And now here we are. Um, and it's one of those things. It's kind of like, you really want people to look at your podcast and go, I can relate to those guys, you know? And it's, it's really cool, you know, because I, I, I watch a lot of podcasts. Right. And, like all of and it's, know. it's, you know, you have the Joe Rogan podcast. Great. And you have all those podcasts like that. You got Barstool and all, the, all those, you know, whatever you listen to. And it's just like, you don't really see people talking about what this generation's talking about, you know, like about everything like living here. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the role we're kind of looking to fill. It's just, there's nobody young, man, talking about all these people that are even maybe our age, a little older, have already been, they've been famous. They've, they've been made it. I mean, yeah. these guys are already... They've been in the game. So it's kind of like for us coming in, it's like we want to speak for the people that are just out here every day. And not only that, like we all love just talking and, and man, we come up with great ideas and, and, and this and that. And, you know, I feel like all the stuff that we talk about is super relatable, you know? So like what better way to, um, to kind of spread that sort of, you know, ideas that we have to other people that can maybe relate to it. Right. You know, I mean, and, 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 and the thing about it is, you know, Friday, Saturday night, we're all going to be together anyways. So yeah, it's like, we might as well sit here. Might and, as well sit here. And, yeah. And, so, yeah, man, yeah we, we got the idea and, uh, I asked Davis, I said, man, you want to, you want to start a podcast with us? And yeah. he's like, yeah, let's yeah, do it. Yeah. So we got up here and got, got everything together and this is it. Here we are. But yeah. Um, so we came down here, and it's like one of those deals. It's your first episode of a podcast, and you're like, you're like, well, how do I do this? You know, because it's <laughs> yeah, it's we, more of like it's do? more of like you know like how everybody else is. You're just talking, right? And it's like, how do we do this? How do we go about this? Well, it's the simple fact of just be yourself, and and this and that. And man, we had the great idea of coming down here. And watching the Rangers game and just going from there. And man, what a game! What, what a game! game. What a game. Garcia, uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, old Garcia, the Cuban. Cuban. Shout out to Corey Seager, dude. Yeah. Tying it up. Yeah. That was clutch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Everybody's going to talk about Garcia's home run, but Garcia wouldn't have hit that home run if Corey Seager didn't tie it. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. And it's like, this is their first, you know, return to the World Series. I mean, how many World Series have they? actually appeared to do y'all know like, uh, not very to? many <laughs> like, i know there was one back in 2011 was there it was 2011, 2011 and we made an appearance before that as well but uh never won we've been a strike away a couple times and that's what i was telling y'all earlier a couple times about um you know i heard on the radio um the beginning of this week about 
all of these, well, there's, there's only about six or, you know, there's not very many of these states that have won every championship title yeah. um, and every, you know, main national sport. And I, they said if Texas wins this World Series, we join that, you know, that Which field. is a small yeah. list, right? A very small very, list. Yeah. And I thought that was so cool. Yeah. And, you know, we, we watched the game, and it's like everybody said, oh, the Rangers got lucky. Oh, the Rangers are playing home. Yeah. And they, you know, granted, they don't really play great at home. But they took care of business. But they oh, yeah. did, man. I mean, what was that? Was it 11 innings? 11 yeah, innings. bottom yeah. of the 11th inning. Yeah. Yeah, they closed it, was, it out. It, it was great. Um, it was just a matter of time, man. I, yeah. was, I was feeling good about it. They so now they out. have that momentum going into to tomorrow. And um, and I have high hopes for um, not next game, but the one after and the one after that. Those yeah. two games away on the road. Yeah. Oh, man. We're I mean, a scary what, away team. What a team they are. Dude. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I mean, I don't think anybody expected them with the new GM and this this new lineup to come out and play the way they have. I mean, yeah, it's, been, it's yeah. been really impressive. I mean, yeah, they've really, really pulled up. I mean, you know, it's like one of those things. I didn't really put too much thought into the Rangers. <laughs> like, I really, because, like, yeah. they were always kind of like. Uh, I mean, we lost 100 games. Almost. Yeah, it's thought. like, and yeah. then at, at some point you're like, okay, you know, the Rangers are the Rangers. Right. But, you know, and then now you're like, okay, now the old glory's coming back. You know, oh, yeah. it's great. and um, It's really it's cool, cool to see they're starting to pick up, like, a couple new traditions. Like, I saw uh, Creed. Like the the band Creed. Yeah, I saw that on old dude, TikTok. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Creed's yeah. blowing up now. Again. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty cool. Everybody's singing Creed in the stadium. And... That's great. Yeah, and I, man, I love that. Yeah. Because I love that sort of music and everything. As right. y'all know, man, I love it. And to see that, I saw that. Uh, not yesterday, the day before that on TikTok. I'm like Creed. I'm like, man, that's yeah. surprising. <laughs> I've never heard that. I'm name. like, man, yeah. I thought it'd be George Strait or something, but yeah. no, man, it's it's super cool, you know. Yeah, they said the story, I guess, behind that was it was kind of middle of the season. They were feeling like they were in a slump, and some of the pitchers started playing Creed in the uh, locker room. They were like, kind of picked them up and got their energy yeah. going. So I guess that's just stuck. Yeah, and it's like, man, whenever like you know, uh, you play any kind of sport. Um, like in high school, you know, you play, you play, your, you play basketball. Yeah. You know, basketball as well. Yeah, yeah. you play basketball, and I play football. You all, you have that, that sort of, um, that that chemistry. Whenever you're in the locker room, you're getting ready for a game, and you always have your certain song that you play, and it just it gets you going. Yeah, absolutely. And it's cool how like the song and the the band they pick with that. You know, I could really relate to. Yeah. You know, and, it, and we all can. Get it's your blood it's flowing, super man. cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then they took that and they brought it and they brought it and they right. shared yeah. it. Yeah. And it's it's super cool. You know, getting everybody uh, in the whole stadium. I think along yeah, I, with I, it. I think music we're seeing right now is, I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like music is becoming a lot more, I guess, relevant and more a part of everyone's lives, mm-hmm. just in general. I think life, as it's been. It's been tough for a lot of yeah. people right now, and I think music yeah. is a great way to kind of... Music has a lot of influence, for sure. For sure. Well, I mean, you know, you know, you've known me for years, and you know that music has been a huge part of, of my life, and... And like I don't really. Don't I this dude lie to you. Plays the same three songs. Oh my <laughs> just kidding, I'm just gosh! Yeah, like I'll like find three songs for that month. Wear them out. Wear them out until I can't hear them anymore. Yeah, I, I do that, but then it, it's very inconsistent. Sometimes I will listen to a song, like 
for a month straight, and then sometimes it's a day. It'll get on me so, as well. I mean, I, yeah. I'll sit there and find a song and play it for like a month in a row, and then never listen yeah. to it again. Yeah, but it's like one of those things, like, I mean, I venture out as much as I can towards music nowadays. Who's your favorite band right now? <laughs> oh, dude, it's... So you gotta like that's like whenever people ask you, I know, people that's ask spot, you, like, what's your favorite band right now? Yeah. It's like, dude, there's I mean, so like, many genres that I love, you know, and and I'm probably gonna get hate for it, but I'm not a I don't really like rap that much, so you can cancel that out. I do like it, but I don't. It's like not a favorite. Yeah. So let's go country. What's your favorite? What's your favorite country, country band artist? right now? Like just your go-to's. Like, you're about to hop in the truck. Go twos, plural. Can I pick three? Yeah, you can go to top three. All right. Got to give one to Chris Stapleton. He's got great talent. Like, he's just naturally. He's one of those guys, whenever you, whenever, I never went to his concert, but my brother did. And, man, he's having like I believe Deep Ellen tonight. Deep Ellen tonight? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, man, that'd be cool. Wish I would have known that. Man. Okay, but he's like one of those guys that you hear of and you listen to him on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever, and you listen to him, he's like, man, he's great. But then you go see him in concert, yeah. and he's even better. Yeah. And that's what makes a great artist. So there's Chris Stapleton, and I can go on and on, but, you know, gotta love Co Wetzel. I'm wearing a Co Wetzel yeah. hat. Yeah. Uh, you know, love Co Wetzel. Dude and lives all in those Oh, yeah, gosh, yes, man. man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been uh, kind of going down memory lane listening to some Turnpike lately. Oh, I like, yeah. I like Turnpike. Oh. Yeah. Just kind of a staple of Texas uh, country. Yeah. I've been on some Whiskey Myers lately. Uh, oh, yeah. I've been wearing them out, man. Yeah. Whiskey Myers can't go wrong. Who else, man? There's a lot. There's yeah. A, I mean, it's hard to pinpoint. And it's like, that's the crazy thing. Like, you'll go, or at least me, I'll go like a week, right? And I'll listen to the same genre, but it'll be like, you know, different guy. Let's so, like, I wake up Monday morning, I want to listen to old country. So I'll listen to Merle Haggard. I'll listen to Johnny Cash. I'll listen to all those guys, and I'll just listen to them all week. Yeah. And I'll and all of a sudden get it out of your system. All of a sudden, <laughs> then the weekend comes around, and I listen to like you know I listen to Creed or I listen to a uh, uh, Lincoln Park, and I then I'm on all the the two thousands rock, two thousands yeah. punk, and and all that, and and then I'll be on that, and you know, yeah. I, and then maybe I'll find like a song that I didn't really recognize or I haven't heard in forever, and then I wear out that band forever and it's just cool how it works you know and right people say oh you're just not venturing out i'm like man there's so much in there's that. so much that. there's so much music that i like i forget about it all so i just yeah. spend most of my time finding all of these songs that i forgot about and just re-listening to them over yeah. and over and if i'm telling you for like our generation of people if you haven't went back and listened to the 70s and 80s music i promise you you're missing out oh yeah oh yeah oh, man that's yeah. our music nowadays is great there's a lot of talent out there i'm not taking away from it but i feel like those 80s something about the classics something oh about man it, you man. go to the 80s rock and and all that and just classic rock man these guys like if you really listen a lot of those guys have so much meaning to those songs and nowadays you know they do but it's just like it's kind of like, uh, but it's almost all spun off of the eighties in a way. I mean, the eighties was such an influence. Oh yeah, influential time in music, oh, just in yeah. general. Probably and the that's, most influential time. Yeah, that's why you know, uh, you came. So Zach came over to my house, and no, we went golfing, right? And we we go back home, and he's dropped me off, and I had been listening to the Eagles. Yeah, man, and it was like their first uh, compilation, compilation, whatever, of their 
greatest you know, hits. Greatest hits. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got Witchy Woman and you've got Lion Eyes, you know, and all those songs. And I said, Zach, listen to these. <laughs> because I've been wearing them out. And you man, know, all those songs, you know, these guys, I mean, they are such a huge uh, influencer for all these modern modern bands, you know, and, and they always will be, you know. Yeah, speaking of which, who you been listening to, Davis? I, I was kind of hoping you wouldn't ask me that question, because <laughs> I honestly, off the top of my head, I can't even think, because I, I mean, my music taste is, like, weirdly broad. Yeah, like, even I, I jump around a lot. Okay, so everything. what's the weirdest one that you listen to? Probably some alternative stuff, right? Yeah, I you listen like, to that, like, you listen to that death metal and stuff? He, he will. I appreciate it. There's some, some. I don't know. It's the, I see the talent in like the death metal lyrics, but I don't, I don't know. It's, it's great, but it makes my ears yeah. hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. But, yeah. but the, what I appreciate about like the heavy metal and stuff is less the vocals and more the guitar and the drums. Like there's a lot of talent in that. And then there's obviously talent in the vocals. Cause that's, yeah, I mean, like, if you if you've ever even thought about trying to scream like that, <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's not it's not gonna happen. Like the, the screams they do is like insane talent. It's a talent. Yeah, it's, it's, for sure. Yeah. So I got a question, and yeah. it's it's back to what you already yeah. asked me. Greatest, like your favorite band of all time? Could you name it? Oh. Could you? Could I? It's someone like whenever you want to listen to music. But you don't know who to pick for, you know. You don't know what to pick, and you just pick these guys because, you know, for some reason, you know, it's just like your favorite one, <sighs> the closest you can get. Because like you know, mine, always Metallica. Yeah, for me. I mean, I'm sorry, you can't. Metallica's a good one. I'm I'm sorry. I I, I love them so for, much. For me personally, I like uh, I like a lot of the old blues. I'm a big. B.B. King. Oh, yeah. B.B. Yeah, King. Yeah, yeah. yeah Thrill is gone. Yeah. I've been jamming that one quite a bit lately. Hey, man. Louis Armstrong, though. A lot of, a lot of that soul. That guy goes hard. A lot of soul in the blues, man. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, you 6 a.m., you're heading into the office, heading to work, heading to whatever you got to do. Put that on and get your blood flowing. Oh, it will. Oh, it will. Yeah. You can feel it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a good one. But um, I, think, I think music in general right now yeah. is probably as big as it's ever been, I think, with you know, people feeling a lot of the way. I mean, look at Oliver Anthony's song. Oh my god! Yeah. Richmond, North of Richmond, top the charts. For and, me. and simply because, swizzle. Simply because <laughs> he's doing what something that we're trying to somewhat in our own way trying to do to try to appeal to to people now. Yeah. The reason why that song yeah. got so high is because people nowadays heard that. It resonated. And they're like, yeah. it, it, it touched something. In he, there, said, right? he said it himself. We're back to honest music. Yeah. yeah. And we, yeah. we haven't been, I, we haven't really been hope that in probably it. 10 years. I think we haven't seen this level of uh, people probably struggling in mm-hmm. a long time. So I yeah. think they're, that song really sat with them. I think the economy oh, right yeah. now is... Yeah, that was one of those songs I listened for weeks. Yeah. You know, it, it's just... I mean, he's no got, matter what walk of life you're from, yeah. though, whether you're struggling or not uh-huh. struggling, I think I think some part of that can resonate with you. Yeah. Just the feeling of you know mm-hmm. we're we're slowly losing kind of a control. Yeah, yeah, that's what's so great about it, you know. Yeah. And whether or not he really, I mean, he obviously meant for it to be like that, but man, I, it's I just don't think like, he probably had any 
knowledge or intention of it blowing up to that. Oh, he said it himself. He did. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it was just, I mean, man, you gotta, you know, tip your hat to that guy, you know? And if you watch that music video, you know, he put his heart into it because he meant what he said. And he, he wrote that song not only for himself, you know, but you know, just to appeal to everybody and, and, you know, touch people. I really do think that, yeah, he, he definitely did. I think last time I, I think last time I looked on YouTube, it was like eight million views. It's probably surpassed that by far. Oh yeah, you go you go to any search bar nowadays on any music app, and you put in an O, and Oliver Anthony. Yeah, Tom like he's the first one, and it's great for him, man. He's yeah. he's yeah. getting no. shout out to him. He turned down a yeah. lot of oh, a lot yeah. of the people in the industry coming and, out yeah. of labels, and that's yeah. great for him because he was struggling with all his addictions yeah. and his struggles and all that. And man, all of a sudden, overnight, right? You know, he's a different person. Yeah. You know, and and he only, he's he's still him, but like. Mm-hmm. You know, like the guy that was just from, you know, Virginia, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, just some guy out there just making music. In the woods, man. And all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden, nationwide sensation. sensation. It says a lot about the way he's handled this, has a lot about him because a lot of of people will love to say that they're not in it for the money and that they're not in it for the money, but he's. I mean, he has consistently turned down yeah. millions of dollars. Stay true to his to, beliefs. Yeah, and, staying yeah, true to, to him to who he and is. what he says. Yeah, it's it's ext- honest music. It's extremely impressive that somebody can sit there and take hold of their beliefs and not change. I mean, a lot of people, you know, you throw that much money at them, they're not going to be able to. Yeah. Say it. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> over here, yeah, I'm not I'm not as strong a man as he is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know if a lot of people would be. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's how old is he? Oh I I think he's like twenty eight. Late twenties, yeah, is, yeah. is that right? I think it's late twenties. Yeah. Twenty eight. Twenty nine, maybe. We won't have to worry about the overtime hours, man. <laughs> 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 I'm that, man. What about all the people that made money off him too? I mean, like you went on yeah. TikTok a week later. And or Facebook even and you're seeing all these yeah. people making ads overtime hours and yeah. you know. Yep. How many that's that's with anything though. True. Yeah. People are gonna Hopefully we'll have some people and... throwing some owls on some merch and then <laughs> yeah. we can get a cut. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I think the economy right now though is has really made a lot of people feel that song probably more. Mm-hmm. I mean I think if you release that five years ago. It's, no, it wouldn't. It's have, not. Yeah, it wouldn't have touched a lot of people. people but right. Yeah, you know, a lot a, of people are just yeah. There's a lot beaten down on people right now. Uh, one of which being the economy. Yeah, mentioned. I mean, I don't think we've seen inflation at this rate, and I I don't believe the fact that we aren't seeing inflation like they're saying on the news. They say that it's stabling by day, but I, my gas prices haven't went down. I'm okay, so yeah. that's the thing. You know, yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's one, this is one of those controversial things you can talk about is the news. You listen, you 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 watch whatever news you want. Right. And I don't care who you vote for, who who you want to go into that booth and pick. I don't care. I don't care what news matter. channel you watch. You can't tell me, man. You go to the pump and you put it in your car. Yeah. It's and you, the walk, way it is. you walk in, yeah, you come back out, numbers. it's like 60 numbers. bucks. And you're like, man, two, it's like, three or four years ago, that was... 30 bucks. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, whatever news station you watch or listen to, you know, they can say whatever and this and that, 
It's just like, dude, you can say whatever. I think people. But are the start- numbers aren't lying to me. Yeah, but I think a lot of people are also starting to feel like people are feeling, or at least I am. I don't know if everybody listening to this is going to feel this way. I feel, I guess, as an American, as a young American especially, I don't feel like I have any say in what happens. I mean, I, my no. vote goes off, whatever. Yeah. I go into that booth, right? And, you know, this will be for us all the first presidential. Mm-hmm. This next election will be the first one we get to vote on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't I see the importance in it, but I I don't feel like even if I vote, I don't feel like that's really doing much, much of a difference. Right? No, yeah, I think that's why a lot of people don't go and vote. And but that's the thing, like we all have our mixed beliefs about that. It's like one of those things. Yeah, we have like that privilege and that right to go and vote. A lot of people don't get to do that. Yeah. Whether or not it's rigged, I don't care. I was I was blessed with that right yeah. to be able to have a say whether or not it is even a say at all yeah. i'm gonna go and do it yeah. but after i, I go I and after i put those check marks down and put it through the scanner i'm gone and it's like it never even happened after that i'm watching the news but man the, you know? the, the trouble with the news that i have is and i understand oh, the I news have, the, the news is a business the news is mm-hmm. is a media business yeah but y'all watching this tell me when is the last time you went on the news and saw something positive? When is the last time that the oh. news... I think the news can be extremely negative. Yeah. I understand negative oh, yeah. topics oh, make 100%. money. But when is the last time the news covered, you know, something positive. anything positive? And a whole other beef, I guess, I have with the news is I blame them, like, a large portion for the amount of polarization in this country. Yeah. Is they are... I don't... They I don't are making think, the country more polarized, in my opinion. I don't think we've ever seen... Our country is divided as it is now, and I hate it. I, I really do hate it. But the trouble is, is that the media gets their foot, you know, in the door, and it's it's just a wedge that's being yeah. further and further spaced out. Yeah. And I mean, you really hate to see it because at the end of the day, we're all Americans, and at the end of the day, it's a lot higher up than we are running this show. And okay. at the end of the day, yeah. for an average American, we get a vote, and at the, that's it. That's, that's that's the way it is. I mean, it's just like one of those things. All we are are just a bunch of pawns. Right. There's nothing you can do about it. You might as well just go about your business. Yeah. And just, I'm sorry, you just got to go and go to work. Yeah. Get up, go to work. You can complain all you want about how the country is. What are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, are you just going to go up there to the White House and say, hey, this is how we want it? (laughs) Like, really? Oh, we tried that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They tried. Yeah. 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 But they they went to jail, too. Yeah. That is not not It's like one of those things you just. You keep on going about your business, and you go yeah. to bed, and you say, well, I hope tomorrow it's a little better. Yep. You know? Speaking of business, yeah. I'm in the real estate business, as y'all know, yeah. but uh, people watching, I'm in the real estate business, and relating back to the news, every day, the news is saying, interest rates hiked, interest rates hiked. And for people that don't know what that means, when you go buy a house, you get a loan, unless you're paying outright cash, and your interest rate is how much interest you're paying on that home, right? Pretty basic stuff. When interest rates are at seven, eight percent, like we're seeing right now, that's going to beef up the mortgage payment every month. So during COVID, nobody's working; interest rates are low, right? Right. Two, three percent. Now we're seeing four or five hundred dollar difference in payment. So yeah. now you got all these pent up buyers. People trying to sell their house can't sell it. Buyers aren't buying; they're waiting. But as soon as interest rates drop, all these people are going to flood back into the market. For, it's, be over asking again 
Yeah. It's going to be crazy. But I don't think now is a bad time to buy. I think I think we got to get the real estate market going again if we're going to help the economy out at all. Yeah. I think it plays a huge, huge portion. And yeah. it, you know, I mean, we saw what happened in 09. Real estate yeah. market crashes. <laughs> yeah. The entire economy crashes. Wow. So. Well, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, as we say, for our generation, our age group, 09 was just a time you know, where your parents were just weirdly and not in a good mood. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't really know all too much about what was going on. Yeah, you know, it doesn't matter. As you grow up, yeah. you realize, man. That was a deal. And then, and yeah. You, yeah, it's just. And I mean, if you think about it, as we get older and we, we work and we kind of deal with our own struggles with, you know, yeah. finances and that sort of thing, being young, like, I mean, it's, it's tough, right? Thinking about something like that happening now. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it makes me nauseous to think about just because. Catastrophic. We were, we were all pretty young when that happened, but. Yeah. When you sit yeah, there, I was in kindergarten when that happened. Man. But man, when you yeah. sit there and and think about man, oh nine, like, our parents like had to fight, and I'm sure a lot of your parents, if you're young watching this, had to fight. I mean, that was a tough time for a lot of Americans, regardless if you were your parents were employees for a company. I mean, there was massive layoffs. Business owners took a massive hit. Mm -hmm. You know, every industry out there was. It was rough. Yeah. And it's like, it's different, like, nowadays, you know, back then, people, you know, they really, I mean, at least in, you know, what I've been told and, and everything that my, my dad told me, how it was, um, people fought, and a lot of people filed for bankruptcy, Yeah. and all of his, his, uh, his, you know, the, his, his bankers and everything said, you know, you're, you need to file bankruptcy, you're broke. They told him he needed to. Yeah, he owed eight million dollars. He, yeah. you know, and he only had a fraction of that in the bank. Right. And no work. You know, yeah. I mean, there was no work anywhere. And um, he thought about it, and he got. He said he got close, right? And he said, "No, I'm not doing it." Everybody looked at him like he's an idiot, as one would. Right. And, and that's that that's the crazy part. Everybody said you're an idiot. Never went broke. Never went under. Yeah. He ended up paying off because he he just. Fought. Basically fought and begged every, and he got as much work as he possibly yeah. could in, in that horrible time, and um, yeah. So, and just the people that he dealt with really did, you know, especially the main ones where he owed the most money to. He just told them, "Hey, I'm a man of my word," and yeah. I don't know how, but they took his word and he yeah. paid them off. I think that's like an important message too for a lot of people. It's like, is no matter how bad it looks, and they're, everybody's telling you there's no light at the end of the tunnel. I mean. If you want it bad enough and you're willing to fight for what you believe in. Even if you don't see it, you got to yeah, know it's yeah, there. Yeah, that light's there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you can't see yeah. it, you just got to believe it. I think yeah. that's super important. And that's like one thing that I feel like a lot of people struggle with now is like, you know, everything is just, they look at the America now and just how it's how it's going. Everything's expensive. It's like hard I can't, to see that light right now. You know, I just feel like I go about my day and... Everywhere you go, there's way too many people saying, I can't do that. I can't. I can't. I can't. It's like everywhere you go, it's like walking yeah. into you mean, to the you mean, Are you talking about Americans uh, in general or our generation? Our generation. Our generation. Yeah, I uh, think. It's our generation. I'm sorry. It really is. And it's not everybody. It's just, you know, I'd say um, from from 30 down to, to, the to, to well. yeah. Yeah. It's just, I can't. And well, it's like, why? And it's like excuses. And it's like. What I've noticed for, I guess, if you want to talk about millennials and younger, and there's a lot of hardworking millennials, mm -hmm. people our age group. I'm not taking away from that yeah. at all. 
but there is definitely a group of people that you know i call it like the chip on your shoulder i mean you walk around like you owe me something you yeah know? you owe me something i yeah. expect this and it's like all for nothing and it's like well you know um you don't really i don't really understand where it comes from but you know if it, if i was to guess it'd be just kind of like how they were raised or, or i think or, the colleges are teaching that a little bit too i don't know davis might be able to speak a little bit about that your experience in college so far yeah yeah because you know we don't I mean, have it <laughs> yeah i don't want to and we could go down that i don't know well. that's that's a, going down that's that a difficult hole. yeah difficult rabbit hole to go down to because the way we there, look there's at a lot it, of well, factors just to throw it down as basic that. as it, yeah. it goes if we were just to talk about do do we think college is worth it at the end of the day nowadays you want to know how i look at college you want to know how i look at that all right, so as simple as I can put it, I could have easily, and you as well, could have yeah. easily gone to college, gotten yeah. in, had the scores for it. Yeah. And a lot of people say, why? You know, the way I look at it is you're going to college, right? And um, so what? I get I get my civil engineering degree. Woohoo. You get that piece of paper. Well, right? talk about a little and bit. And then you, then you leave in debt. Yeah, talk a little bit about why I think you – you chose to not go that route because of your, your situation. Because I think it's going to be different for everybody. Oh, man, yeah. See, my situation. It's um, all dependent on the situation. It really is. Yeah, and you know, and I will say, granted, some people are, are luckier than others. Yeah. But it's just like one of those deals. Um, so, you know, family business, you know, what it is. And, uh, you know, there's a, there's a civil side. There's a, a product side, the concrete, you know. And then there's a... You know, it's got trucking and all this and that. And it's like, my family worked their asses off for it. Right. Um, Literally so I just it. started thinking, I've got the grades, I've got this and that to go to college. So I could go to college for four years, maybe three and a half, three, four years is what I figured. Um, and end up, you know, having to pay for it, yeah. which I would have. Um and end up just having a piece of paper and ending up right back in the same in place. the same business for the family business, which I always wanted to get into, because why wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd be an idiot not to. Right. Um. So it's just like I could go be gone for four years, and come back know, with that. and be so damn busy that I don't really have a job. Yeah. You know, I'll obviously have to get a job, but then be yeah. so stressed out. <laughs> right. And still not making the money I want to make. Yeah. And having the experience that I crave and want. And it's just like, why would I go to college whenever I can go and and work for the business for four years and get and four years of true blue experience? Yeah. And for your under situation. Under your belt. Yeah. And for I, your I situation, I don't think anybody blames you. I think it no. makes perfect sense. For yeah. sure. It's, it's, I mean, I, everybody so has a certain so, way of looking. I think, I think. It is entirely dependent on both situation and even degree. I think yeah. there are degrees that maybe college is not necessary for. Yeah. You may gain a thing a thing here or there, but then like the it really comes down to the value of that piece of paper for a, for a lot of it. Now, I think there's always something to learn. There's something you will gain something by going to college. Oh yeah. You will gain knowledge by going to college. You're not going to gain knowledge from every single class, but 
out of those four years, yeah. you will at least gain something. No, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying so. I'm sure you learn a lot oh, about yeah. people, no. too. Yeah. You know, you see all walks of life. For sure. And it's it helps with, um, like, diversity. Right. Like, and acceptance and, like, broadening your mind, per se. Um, but... It's it's a whole lot of money right now, and it's yeah. getting a whole yeah. lot That's exactly more. what I was it's about. It's not to say. getting any cheaper. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think if you're there, going, is. I think the big like STEM degrees, engineering, uh, any, like any doctoral, coding, yeah, doctoral. I mean, you gotta have it. Medical, anything like yeah. that. I, I don't think there's any question about going to college. Right. And then even yeah. business degrees. There, both sides can be argued. Yeah, They're, that's kind of a. 50 I think 50 I think that's situational. Like I can speak on my situation personally. I grew up mm-hmm. around the mortgage business, loan business, you know, loans for homes kind of deal, and so I was always kind of drawn towards, I guess, kind of the get out there and go make some sales, go make some money. And uh, as soon as I graduated high school, I got my loan officer license. Wasn't feeling it <laughs> for about yeah. six months, and uh, man, I was like, I want to get out, meet the people kind of build some relationships and yeah. be the one opening doors. So I got my real estate license and I've been doing that for just over six months now. And I've been pretty successful so far. Could you see yourself doing all that while going to college? No, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I can tell you, within, I can tell you within the last uh, two months, I've really ramped up what I'm doing and the things that I'm doing to better myself and my business mm-hmm. and kind of educate myself. Like I've been, uh, I've been reading. I think that's still important. Okay. If you're not going to go to school, I think reading. you need to, you need to learn. Yeah. You need to educate yourself. If you are going to go apply yourself, especially in a business sense, you cannot be the 18, 19, 20 year old who decides I'm going to do it mm-hmm. and then not apply yourself and learn. Because those people yeah. that have been doing it that are successful are a lot smarter than you. They have a lot more experience than you and you're the new mm-hmm. guy on the block. So you got to really prove yourself and you need to be educated because if you're going to be a young person that walks in the room, and tries to sell themselves next to the guy who's 40 and been doing it for 20 years. He, maybe he started when you did. Mm-hmm. You you have to know just as much as he does, and you have to be a better at branding yourself. Exactly. So, like, for me, the last two months, I mean, I, I do YouTube. I do – I built my own website. We're doing a podcast. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm constantly yeah. going to, you know, networking events for young people and getting out there. Just being out there, man, is huge. I think you got to do it. For me, my situation – I banged out a real estate license here in Texas in 30 days, which is mm-hmm. pretty quick. But yeah. look, I, I stuck my head down eight hours a day, sometimes 12 hours a day. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see either one I of my boys here for like a month, but yeah. got it done and I'm, I'm doing it now and I love it. And for me, college is just, it's, it's it does not make sense for me personally. Yeah. I could, yeah, I could, I could go and I, I'm sure I could learn and, you know, broaden myself a little bit but I yeah. feel like personally I do that every day I, yeah. I'm meeting all walks of life I'm meeting old people young people any you know anybody and everybody's ambitious in their own ways some yeah. people aren't at yeah. all and it's just one of those things uh you got to find something you're passionate about and, oh, yeah. yeah and it's just like the Passion way the that. way that I look at it down with our generation the people that that say you know I can't I can't and they're deadbeats and and they're like oh yeah I'm I'm going to community college, you know, this and Which that. I think is a great option. If you, That's great, if but it's like... College is college. It's, it's the yeah. pe- no, no, it's it's the people that, that uh, I'm going to community college, but yet, you know, you see, like, you know, and they're always posting, and it's like, they're going where? They're going where now? And it's like, and then, like, you never see the graduation or anything like mm-hmm. that. And it's like, oh, I can't because... 
And it's just yeah, like, everybody's, am, and some people aren't like that, ambitious. And some people are ambitious in their own ways. Some people are ambitious, they go to college and they work their asses off. Yep. And they they are so, they, they try to make themselves better and they try and be proud of themselves. Yeah. And the, But they have their own ways of doing it. So some people do that in the way of going to college. And, and that's great, you know? And some people do it saying, okay, I want to go and try and make money right. and get experience and this and that. And it, you know, I mean, it does uh, depend on, you know, where you stand and everybody's, um, you know, like uh, their opportunities that they have. Yeah. yeah. I think I think what bugged me about it a little bit was I know how how much work and how hard I've, I've really put in a lot of hours into, like, just to be where I am now. And I'm nowhere near where I want to be. Yeah. But, you know slowly building my success i've noticed i've had a lot of people just from back home or people that have reached out to me and they're like i'm thinking about getting my real estate license and then they just do they don't understand how much work there's more that goes into it it is so oh my gosh it's not just i get a license and my phone's gonna blow up (laughs) and i'm gonna go open doors and fill out a template and make money it's not it's far beyond that yeah you wish but when you find something you love like i would encourage everybody who who's feeling like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I don't know what I want to do. I'm just going to figure it out. I, you got to go get out there in the real world. I mean, I feel like nowadays people, they, they sit on their couch, they sit in bed all day, they scroll through TikTok, watch YouTube. And I think we're all guilty of doing that, but you've got to get out in the real world. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're out every day. I'm out every day. You're out every day. Every day. You've got to be out every day. You're going to build relationships, meet people. People are opportunities. Networking is huge. And one thing about being out uh, all the time that's crazy to me is, uh, you know, I'll go and meet these guys that are 40 and up years old and they've been doing it the whole lives. And the way that they carry themselves is crazy. Like they are just naturally just easy going. No, what you mean in a good way or a bad way? Great way. Great way. Yeah. Well, some of them are cocky, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. But like, come on, you, you can't avoid that. Yeah. But it's should just try like, real estate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good. No, but like these guys just carry themselves different. And then whenever you go and you meet these guys that are in their twenties and thirties, extremely cocky, and they just like they don't know how to really social. It's weird. They don't really. Yeah. They can't socialize. And it's like I'm more their age, and I'm more in their kind of group. But I'm hanging out with the older guys because I can benefit more from those guys yeah. versus these guys. Yeah. And these guys don't do nothing but, hey, look at my piece of paper I have. Yeah, That's great for you. A lot of these guys don't have that piece of paper, and they know more than you ever will. Yeah. So I'm going to go hang out with these guys. I think, I think a lot of that just comes down to experience. I mean, experience, yeah. I, I, think, I think you learn a lot in college. I'm not yeah. taking away from college at all. I know for me personally, it didn't make sense for my situation. But if that's your thing, all the power to you. Yeah. I just think experience is going to trump college knowledge. I uh, think I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. Because there. I it, think, but I also think it's situational. I, yeah, yeah, but I think it's, they, I think I've seen and I've heard from business owners, actually quite a few, that they get these yeah. kids coming in from college who have been taught how to do something one way, yeah. one way, one way, and they get there, and, and they do it another way. And hey, you work for me now. You're going to do yeah. it this way. And the, and the kids are like, no, I'm doing it this way. And it's like, yeah. well, then you don't have a job here. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I want to go back to, like, getting out there. I think that there's something for everybody. And 
something great about the development of our world right now, and there's bad things and there's good things, but something great is it has come to the point where there is something for everyone. So if there's something, regardless you, if you like yeah, it, there's something for that everyone. you are passionate about, like, and but you're like, which I, I struggle with this. I'm like, well, I like this because I, I like a lot of things. Yeah. Like I, I like learning about it as much as I possibly can. And so it's kind of hard to narrow down exactly what I want to do. But if there's something that you're, that you are truly passionate about that, that draws you, yeah, just go for it. Just do it because it can and will work out if you put your mind to it and make it work. Yeah. I think there's a lot of young people, especially that kind of 16 year old. I think that's a whole nother topic. We're going to talk about college. How much pressure is there on a 16, 15, 16 year old kid who's maybe a sophomore in high school who's got to start thinking about where do I want to go to school? I'm so glad I'm past that. But I'm yeah. just saying <laughs> that sucks. You're you're in a point in your life where maybe your friends, maybe you know you see other kids at your school. They're already picking out schools and they're already you know putting it up in the Instagram yeah. bio. Oh, yeah. Texas A and M or you know Arkansas, and it's like, Alabama. It's funny. But I think there's a lot of kids that. 15, 16, I know for me, I didn't know where the hell I wanted to go. Yeah. I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do at 15, 16 years old. I was too worried about my next basketball game, dude. Yeah, like, I was graduating, and they made you fill in where you're going and what you're doing. I'm like, hmm, okay, I guess I'll just roll the dice or, like, put it, <laughs> put it into yeah, a right now, roll Okay, the dice. I'm going to be a surgeon, okay? It's like, <laughs> it's like dude, I don't know. I, right. I came up with some random shit. And and said, professional okay. gambler. And I, I, <laughs> yeah. I think it's been interesting since we yeah. graduated. Like, from that, you know, we had something kind of unique with Rose Cutting and Senior Night and everything, but where they were talking about yeah, that was where they would call you out and say what your plans are. <laughs> I bet ninety percent of those plans have not been fulfilled. My plan wasn't fulfilled. I didn't go. I, it wasn't on my plan. You know, I think how many kids were there that night that their plan is completely done a one eighty. They're doing something completely different. Yeah, it's just like it's like, man, in high school. That's a lot of lot to ask a kid though. It's like man, whenever they were asking me that, I was too busy trying to have fun. Yeah. You know, because I knew as soon as I got out of high school, chances are I was going to go and get experience. So high school, I tried to have fun in. Yeah. And man, yeah. high school. And the thing about I mean, it, for, for our high school that we went to, we tried our best out of it. We really the, did. The thing about it is that might be arguably one of, if not the biggest decision you ever make because you're starting the path to the rest of your life. Yeah, You're, absolutely. You are, you are picking the path to the rest of your life. and But I feel like there's when, a lot of pressure on that's, somebody who doesn't adds, know what they want. Yeah, well, that adds, I mean, that decision, just the weight of that decision alone. Yes, yeah. but I think I mean, for, for young kids, I think you have a lot of pressure because you got the parents who are kind of yeah. pushing you, like, hey, you need to make One a decision, yeah. or they have their opinion on that sort of thing. And even, you know, my parents were, were pretty big on college and that sort of thing and I've since you know they're they're absolutely believing me and behind what I'm doing now but mm -hmm. I think you know a lot of parents are that way and push yeah. their kids towards college and think that that's you know something that's necessary but I which I can see where they're coming from right but I'm saying I think for like a kid who's 15 16 years old to pick a school and then 
you know, the kid at some point though too, it's college is kind of one of the best businesses if you think about it. I mean, you got the parents pushing the kids. Oh my gosh, the, I wish I would have went back in time, and been that guy. To yeah, but the, think about it, man. The parents are like, they want you to go. The kids can't wait to get away from their parents and go twelve hours away. Yeah, live by themselves, party, get out of the house. You know what I mean? Have things to do. Well, yeah, you know, like I said, some more than others. You got the ambitious mm-hmm. ones that are going to have a good time, but right. they're also going to study their asses. But off, you know right? what happens is. Most most people are not going out and paying outright for college. So what happens? You get done and you've had this four years of great experience, and it's been a lot of fun and you learned a lot. But there's a price tag to that, and it's been yeah. we're seeing it the highest it's ever been. That price tag's too high. It, it is high. really, it really so, is too high. You know, I know that there's a lot of student loans and there's a lot of grants out there and there's things you can do, but it, at the end of the day, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's but like you even know, student loans. It's it's not like you're getting out of that money. No. You're you're paying that money eventually. Yeah. And you can I mean that's it's and you're there, you have all that any. knowledge, you yeah, have all because, that knowledge and you go into your job well, but I think, and you're working for somebody else. Yeah. And you know, I feel like a lot of that Often they, they try and teach you to work for somebody else. Yeah, but for kids that are having to put themselves through college and you're saying, Hey, you're <laughs> gonna we as the parents, you know, I want you to go to school. Yeah, and then you go to school and you come out with a two hundred thousand dollar loan. That's what I'm saying. So now, now you got to go and take that that little special piece of paper, and you got to go work for somebody else, and then you got to work your ass off to make ends meet with yourself. And on top of that, you got to pay for those loans. Yeah, how many how many people man could have started, you know, great companies with the money that they've started? Yeah, spent in college. That's exactly how, and that's how I look at it. My not everybody. That's you know that's. That's how I look at it. Well, that's how I look at it too, because I know I've put a lot into my business financially, and there's a lot that goes into any business for sure. Every yeah, business yeah. is going to have expenses, but I look at myself now like just because I did not decide to go to college doesn't mean I can't. I, I need to still invest in myself one way or another, mm-hmm. whether that's college or whether that's in my business. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to invest somewhere. Always something to learn. Absolutely. Well, I think we're going to take a break, and we'll come right back. Welcome back to the ballroom. Man, today's been a day. We uh, went golfing earlier today. Don't even get me started. Wendy, wet. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Horrible day to go golfing. Horrible. We were stuck behind five guys, five carts. They all decided that they were going to walk. I'm not joking. Walk every hole. They would hit the ball and walk to the ball and then go back and get their cart. And then they would walk out there and scan the rangefinder, and then walk all the way back and get their club and walk back. There's no way. And for for those of you that don't like golf that much, you know, usually, usually, (laughs) usually, usually, it's like you know, you get up to your ball and you look. Okay, it's that far. Grab your club, hit. Well, whenever it gets really wet. You can't drive the cart on the 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 fairway, you know, where the, the grass, grass is. You have to stay on the the, you stay the, on the concrete. Well, stay on the we, we have this big old dude, and he's like just walking <laughs> everywhere. Never saw this guy get into a cart, and he's like the whole route. I mean, dude, he was exercising, man. But he, uh, this guy just he would take you know. It wasn't even that guy. Was usually, even with, even with them walking, it's like it takes a minute. 
to hit a ball. And that, that's a while. We played the most... Five fun. minutes per shot for this guy. He'd stand, <laughs> walk up to the ball, scan, and be like so like serious. Just, just Just to mess up the whole shot. And and it was great because I mean I was yeah. laughing. It was entertainment, but oh at, at the at the same time you're like, can we please play? Like I just yep. like, y'all at least shoot good. Like maybe under 150 this time. Oh yeah, 150. <laughs> I I almost broke two clubs. So there's that. Yeah, you know, there was always... there was some club throws today. It yeah. was uh, it was an entertaining day, but uh, a great day. Yeah. Yeah, man. At the end of the day. If you're in front of us, please just let us pass. Yeah. We we ended up, just for a little story time, we, we played hole one, two, three, and four, and it took us about an hour and a half, and then we decided, <laughs> let's go play hole eight. And we played hole eight, and then went back to hole five and six, then went from hole six to, like, hole 12 and 13, came back and played nine. We played the course in our own... We, we made were, your own course. We were the course designers today. But we got yeah. all 18 in. There you go. And... We skipped around a lot. Yeah, and it's one of those things, you know, you just got to do what you got to do. And, you know, some people don't like you driving by them while they're trying to hit. I don't care. I told them. That's the thing. They get all mad. You don't care until they want to get all mad. I say, excuse me. I'm gorgeous. You know, I'll stop. Cordial. And they're like, and they're like, you know, like some of them are like, hey, you can go ahead. And I, I said, excuse me. And that's all that matters. You said excuse me. I said excuse me. You know, it's like, if someone did that and just drove right by me as I'm trying to hit. Can we stop for just a second and talk about after we got done golf? We golfed at Windstar Golf Club. If any of you know where that's at, Oklahoma. World Casino and Resort. World Casino. Biggest. Thackerville, Oklahoma. Biggest casino in the world. Yeah. Uh, So afterwards, his dad joined us today and we're in the casino. I've never seen a man on a slot machine <laughs> never lose. Yeah. Well, I, bet, I bet he played 15 machines. Oh, man. And one. And that, oh, that's time. nothing. Every time. <laughs> <Slots>. <laughs> that's nothing. Yeah. Just slots. Yeah. Never lost on a machine. Yeah. And he's betting, you know, at least 10 bucks a hand. Like, and it'll go up to about 25 to 50 to 75. Did you tell him to go buy a lottery ticket? Yeah, he should have. No, today. he loses his ass on those. No. <laughs> no. I'm sure. But dude, it was crazy. It was like, it was like every time it was like a hundred dollars in, five hundred out, hundred dollars in, three hundred out, hundred dollars in. It was it was nuts. I'm over here. I had, I had a hundred bucks. I'm like, <laughs> he wants a hundred bucks. He's like, I'm even, man. I'm doing good. Dude, I'm like, what do you mean? So entertaining. Oh, it's the most so entertaining. entertaining. Ever, you're like, man. when you do it, you're like. You know, or if any of us do it, I know all of us are like nervous every time we put any money in there. I hate slots. <laughs> Davis hates the casino in general. Yeah, I do now. I would hate it if I was you. <laughs> I, I, I do mean, now. I thought I had no self control, man. I, well, no, it, it's got nothing to do with self control. It has everything. Don't he? Don't. No. No. <laughs> we we want to. Why don't you tell him? Why don't you tell Tell him a little story. We want to talk about that. We'll talk about that poker hand. Why don't which we, one? Hold the poker hand. Why don't we talk about the last time me and you went? You told me to do that to the casino. No, you were up eight hundred and something dollars and left. Yeah. <laughs> well, you told me to put. Hey, my hey, no, no. Okay, I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> people, don't yeah. tell me we haven't all. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> I just have. Don't to tell do me that. we haven't all. You don't really need back to do now. That. Back to the poker hand. Let's hear so it. back to the poker hand. I think I remember this. Yeah, it was like okay, it was 
Um, <laughs> sorry, I had to make sure I had the hand I thought I did. So, I have off aces. the flop. Aces over kings. So, I have pocket aces. Yeah. And off the flop, I have aces four of a kind. So, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like trying to rope them into this deal. And I fold immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I bet kind of small. Wait, when was this? But... Your house. At your house. Oh, at my house. Yeah. I bet, yeah. bet kind of small, like nothing major, but it was enough to obviously get him to fold. And then we just start going back and forth. And we get to about $100 on this one hand. And on the river, he pulls a royal flush. Crazy. And wins the hand. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Was, it was only like my fifth one now, in my life. So to make the story better, that was I don't like the, That was the second time Davis had lost to a royal flush. To a royal flush, and he, really, the other time he had full house aces over kings. Full, full house. house, man. What are the odds of that? I <laughs> are y'all trying to tell me something here? No, <laughs> no, no. No, I'm just saying you have bad luck. Yeah. You are probably... Is that what it is? No. I have good luck and you have bad luck. Oh, yeah. No, I'm gambling. Okay. I'm well aware. Man, I'll tell you one thing. You go up to Wingstar, or you go up to any casino. I won't be doing that again. Yeah, but you'll see the weirdest people up there. Dude, it's because no matter what culture you are, race, religion, who doesn't like... To stick their money in a machine and lose it. Oh, dude, <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. But man, and, uh, and you know what's funny about my dad? He goes up there and he plays so much. And he's like, man, I think I finally figured out these machines. <laughs> there you have it. Like, there you have it. <laughs> you, I don't even think the guys who make these machines know how they work. Yeah. And you're over here, I got it figured out. You get a seven there, don't do it. But if you get a seven there, do it. Okay? You understand? And it's like, I'm like, okay, so I do that, I lose my money. I'm like, okay, so how did that work? He's like, oh, it doesn't happen all the time. Well, you don't have to figure it out. Then. It happens 100% of the time, 20% of the time, 10% of the time. Have you seen those, that guy on uh, TikTok? I think it's like Vegas, Matt, or something like oh. that. He'll, he'll just, oh, my gosh. He'll, he'll, oh. An animal. he'll just start, a set, he'll start the TikTok off. Hey everybody, we're down 40k today. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just won two man. grand with sinks our total to minus 38 grand. Yeah, it's so funny. And then he's like, he's playing like the, uh, it's the damn. Oh, he plays like huge slots. Yeah, he'll play like he'll put five thousand dollar tickets into a machine, yeah, and just dude. three three presses later, it's gone. I saw him play blackjack the other day, and he's like, "We're playing five thousand a hand, three hands," and he loses like all three because the dealer gets oh, blackjack, and he's yeah. like, "That brings our grand total for the month. We are down two hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars." I'm like, "God, dude." It's like, I need to know whatever he's doing. That's that's the <laughs> yeah. profession you, you go if into. If you if you got the money to lose. Hundreds of thousands a month, then you have an addiction. Sign me up. <laughs> like you, you need well, to get well, well, a hotline, man. Yeah, somebody that is stuff crazy. Somebody well, call the hotline for Vegas, <laughs> Matt. I think that's his name. Yeah. Please get him out of the casino yeah. for his own health. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, oh, man, TikTok. Is Love that guy though. So entertaining. Oh, yeah. TikTok is great, and you know, it's because you, you know, like anytime that you're app. feeling down or you feel like you're. You're not, or like anything like that. You just watch people be stupid on there. Oh, man. <laughs> it's so How much time. You know the amount of sleep that I lose, though? Because here's, oh. here's how it goes. 
get done working finally, eat dinner, maybe hang out with the boys for a little bit, come back home. TikTok. I'm like, all right, I'm going to sleep. I got to be up early. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep. It's maybe like 1130 at night, midnight. TikTok, 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 TikTok. All right, my TikTok's boring. Let's go to YouTube. I look up 135. Hmm. Man, I got to be up at 730. I really should go to bed. Ooh, what's that? Yeah. Oh, no, it's 235. Yeah, one more. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's, that is it's always that, one more. That is the rabbit hole, man. TikTok's yeah. bad. TikTok, like, it doesn't even, does it even show the, um, does it show the time yeah, as you watch it? It does? It does. That's it, bad, because I never even noticed that. You yeah. are now. <laughs> oh, dude, oh my God. Problem is, is you're not going to care. It's like. Yeah, because yeah. you keep saying no, it's I, like it's like my dad gambling. Oh, one more, one more, <laughs> exactly. one more. Is anybody else like the type where it's like you'll be on TikTok and you're like, okay, I'm I'm going to bed at one thirty, and then yeah. you you accidentally go past that and you look up and it's like one forty seven. You're like, all right, one fifty. Ten more yeah, minutes. Get hurt. Hurt. And then yeah. you're like, all right, what's the difference in you know one one fifty three and two? And you're like, oh, all right, now it's three o'clock no, in the morning. Like, I need to go to bed. And I have classmates. Speaking of, like, running on no sleep, you've had, like, no sleep this week. <laughs> what Don't you, even get me started. What are you running on, like, eight hours? Uh, not enough. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Not enough. How many hours would you say you want to sleep a night? I mean, my, my sleep schedule might be the worst. What's the average amount? Anybody. Like, what's your go-to? Like, I, the, the I, sleep I, my go-to, I think. Eight is a good balance. No, like, like what's the, I'm talking about, like, you go to sleep and you wake up that the next morning, no matter how tired you are or whatever, the night before, but you wake up feeling refreshed. Because sometimes you can sleep too long and you're out, you, you wake up feeling rough. Dude, it is like a fine line between, oh, it's like a 20-minute increment. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, so it here, is so damn tedious. Yeah. Is it is very dependent on when you go to sleep. True. If I go to sleep at 12. Well, I think it has more to do with sleep cycle. Waking yeah. up in that yeah, room. yeah. yeah. If I go to if I go to sleep at like twelve and wake up at ten, I'm feeling good. Or like even ten thirty. See, too much good. sleep like that will actually make me feel pretty groggy. If I sleep yeah. eight hours, dude, no amount of caffeine can save anybody from me. I, I am <laughs> such an asshole. Like, I'm, I'm just like, dude. I function best. I feel like off like six hours. I don't know why. Like, See, six is like. It's close. But six, it's not enough. No, dude, six for me is perfect. I wake up, I grab a coffee, and then I'm like, Do you want to know what mine is? But if I do six hours and thirty minutes. But I'm telling you, like, <laughs> seven hours that, too much. That six hour sweet spot for me, it's like two to eight. Yeah. No, I, I get up about seven most days, so it's like one to seven. But oh. that for me, dude, it's because I like I like being able to go to bed at night and actually be tired. Rather than later. Uh, I agree. But, but when I'm tired at 10 o'clock. Yeah, man, I'm ready to hit the hay. That's great. Yeah. That's, the, that's the crazy so thing. So when are you waking up? Uh, last week, man, I woke up at like 4 in the morning. That is ridiculous, ridiculous to me. I ran on the whole, whole day from 4. Yeah, and you know, I feel like some days, man, like if you like, I don't know, you're out doing something. You go to bed at like 4 a.m. and wake up at like 9. Yeah. Five hours of sleep, sometimes, sometimes not. I'll function like crazy. I'm really telling you, I'll I think be it has so good at sleep cycle. And what, yeah, what and up. then sleep schedule plays a big part into that too. Yeah, like having a consistent if, sleep schedule if is going to train been your body to be refreshed. And when you get out of that sleep schedule, Ugh. it's yeah, the worst. See, like it's one of those yeah. things. Like I, I, I'm supposed to wake up at six o'clock. You know. Yeah. And and thing is, I have my alarm set for six o'clock. But what happens is I have it set up 
or six o'clock. That way I can hit the snooze button about four times. Yeah. And they always say like, oh, if you hit the snooze button, you go back to bed, you're back to sleep, and then you trick your body into thinking that it's back to sleep, and then your body goes straight back into yeah. it. And then they say you wake up and you feel even worse. So like, you know, it's like one of those things. Um, you just got to do a cold plunge first thing in the morning. <laughs> uh, I tried that, and that's how you go into cardiac arrest. Yeah. I, I tried oh. one. You see these guys on TikTok, and you got like Joe Rogan, those big guys that are like, I cold plunge every day, 20 minutes a day. And you're like, man, I got to try that. And you, you try it, and you're like, see, I, I screw this. This is the worst feeling. I'm only doing that I in front of And it wasn't yeah, like bad an, an, ice bath, an ice bath after working out. Yes. Yeah. But man, six o'clock in the morning, cold oh, plunge, and just dunking it. I'm there sure I'd feel no great afterwards. Yeah. After I find the feeling back in my toes after three hours, I'm not a morning person. Though. I mean, you're not going to catch me yeah. at six in the morning. Like, you no, know what? Dude. I think I think today's the day I'm going to fill up this water trough full of ice and jump in. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's just like you're not going to catch me doing that. No, I'm not a morning person. I'm not a night We're, person. No, dude. I'm not a, I think all of us are. I'm night more person, of a lunchtime yeah. type guy. Like, you know, like, <laughs> lunchtime comes around. Lunchtime. I sleep at eight, awake at twelve. Yeah, man. It's like you know, I'm great. He um, says that we're recording this at one fifteen in the morning right now. Yeah. We just watch the Rangers. I'm miserable. I, I hate it here. You know, what I mean, like, cause like you know, I didn't have lunch today. You know. So like we literally ate at Mickey Mantle's. That's not good enough. And it, it was you had that, steak and mashed potatoes. Yeah. Try a little harder. No, but one of, it's one of those things. Like, what time was that at? Like four. Lunch is at noon. It was like an early dinner, late. Lunch. What if you sleep till My noon? I've seen you sleep till noon. Sleep till noon? Yeah. Oh, that's lightweight. Like sometimes, <laughs> like, like man, I'm telling you, like if I, if I like. You know, like, I'm really tired, right? And I stay up on weekend or something. Um, yeah, I'll go to bed like, 2. And after that, it's all natural, you know? Yeah. So, all like, natural, right? I will literally, I'll sometimes I'll sleep 12 hours, and I don't even know I will. Can somebody tell me what, what what's the deal with pickleball? Does anybody else notice every, uh, everybody plays pickleball? Dude, I, out of the nowhere. The first time I heard about it was about six years ago when it was not a thing. I went to a camp, and it was, like, only a thing at the camp. Really? And then, like, two or three years later, I hear it again. Yeah. And then everybody's playing it. Yeah, now it's I like, don't know what the deal see, is. See, like, whenever we were, I was I was in the office. My mom wants to start playing. Dude, I got invited, like, three times in the last, like, month to go play pickleball. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even understand. Is it a smaller version of tennis? Is this, ping, exactly is this ping pong? What is this? I was, no I was so in weird. The <laughs> we were we were bidding to do the dirt work for another another pickleball. I'm telling you, they are popping up everywhere. And man, the guy I work with, Billy, uh, the chief estimator, he's like, "What in the hell is pickleball?" <laughs> I said, "I don't know." He's it's like, "So what do you do? Do you just take a pickle and like throw it?" I was like, "I was like, no." I, I thought he was kidding. Yeah. He, he's looking at me like. I'm like, oh, dead serious. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> so I Google it, yeah, and I'm like, okay, Billy. So it's it's kind of like a, a cross between badminton and tennis. Okay, I, I just I don't know. I just said random shit. Yeah, and he's like, I just kind of looked at the the court, and I was like, yeah. okay, Billy. Here's what it is. He's like, he's eating his breakfast. You know, he's got yeah. his mouth full. He's like, that's just fucking stupid. <laughs> 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 He's like, why would you just play tennis? I was like, I don't know. I know, I know it's really popular. 
in like really big cities. Like I know New York City has tons of them because they're coming small down here. Yeah, yeah, they yeah they're small. Yeah, it's great, but it's like, dude, spike ball. Man, I love, I love that spike game. Ball, I love that game. Love that game, so love that game until I broke my ankle. <laughs> I'm playing it with this guy. Boo. We're playing. It's still a great game. We're playing it on this the deck, right outside of his fraternity house, and I go for the ball, just freak accident, land on someone's foot, roll, just pop. No more ankle. No more ankle. Man, that was that was probably like just the nastiest injury as far as like just you look at it and you're like ugh. Yeah. Shout out to Davis though for <laughs> carrying me back to my car and driving me home because I could not move my right foot. Yeah. Well, there was there was no way you were getting home without me. And and also helping me get to my house. That was that was huge. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good. Very, Davis. very clutch. Should've that's just, very very. Davis should have just good. opened the door and whipped it left. Oh. <laughs> I'd have been laying there. Man. Yeah. I mean, I'll never forget the time whenever you you hurt your neck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I thought it would be a great idea, you know, to take our brand new uh, Kawasaki Terex side by side. You know, like a, this was like this like was, a Can Am's little brother. Yeah. This was prior to the neck injury, was it? Was it? Or was it after? You've had. And no, it was before, before yeah. and you re-injured it in a basketball game. Yeah. So yeah. what happened was this was like a couple weeks prior. Yeah. So like you know, casual weekend night. Me and Zach are having a great time. We thought it'd be a great idea to go driving around at like three a.m. Oh, and just idea. jump. You at, know, please. It was at his house. Oh he, yeah, he lives on land. We were not driving. a Kawasaki on roads. On not roads. not this on time. public roads. Not, yeah, not this time. Yeah. So like we we uh we do it and man we <laughs> it's like about a. I don't know. There's like a dirt bike track at his house. Yeah, so I thought it'd be a great idea to go 50 miles an hour off the edge of this pad that goes, you know, about that that steep. About about a 45 degree angle. It's not a little bit more. About 12. <laughs> is this foot. the video I saw? No, 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 no. This is a little bit more. Completely different time. <laughs> no, there's no way we could video this. It was too. We're dark. gonna clip that in. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, so I jump it and uh, we land like nose first. Like I mean, boom! Like almost 90 degrees, right? So. So yeah, I thought it was great. We had seatbelts. Seatbelts were fine, right? So like I hear like you know broke something on the tear, and it'll buff out. Uh, Next thing I know, I'm like, "Hey, Zach, you all right?" He's like, "Fuck!" I'm like, "Ah, shake it off." He's like, "No, seriously." (laughs) He's sitting there. I'm like, "Dude, are you gonna be all right?" And now, yeah, he ended up, like, fracturing his neck the next day. Oh, yeah. Or, like, you know, like, days yeah, after like, the basketball game. Yeah. So, so what I'm hearing is it's your fault. No, it's basketball's fault. <laughs> so, he yeah. was wearing a seatbelt. Like, what do you mean? Like, Probably two seatbelt. weeks later, we've got a basketball game. And go up for the rebound. Somebody lands on me. I just feel this sharp pop in my neck. Yeah, man. Man, happened. I remember going over. I'm like, hey, guys, my, my neck's pretty. It's, it's rough. Like, Carter... Teammate of mine came up and was like, "That's yeah, pretty swollen." Yeah, they're like, "That's what no, happens when you get thirty five pounds resting on the top of your head." Yeah. So yeah. finish the game, come home. I'm like, "Yeah, this is bad." So out of all places, I'm like, "Go to the chiropractor. You can pop it out." <laughs> I might be the worst bit of knowledge I've ever heard. <laughs> you have from a fractured neck. You have a guy go just yeah. So yeah, I walk in there, neck, walk in there like this, can't hold my head up. I'm like, "Hey." Mr. Oh, chiropractor, uh, 
can you fix it? He's like, we're going to x-ray it. Oh. X-rays good. it. And he's like, all right, well, come in here. Let's check him out. Ooh, I'm not touching it. <laughs> not touching he it. goes, good. He just walks out. That's all he goes. He's, he's just, ooh. Oh, man. And walks out, comes back. You're going to want to go see this guy and get an MRI. And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> so go get the MRI. I uh, actually fractured my where my top rib went into, I guess, like my shoulder and my, my neck. Yeah. And uh, that was by far... I'm like, I just sitting still, so just sitting there was horrible. Like, bed rest for like a month. And they give you the option, like, hey, do you want to wear this 15-pound neck brace? It'll shave three weeks off of your recovery time. Oh, man. And I'm like, ooh, man, I already got six months. You can just, <laughs> you can just, yeah. you can just keep that neck brace. Yeah. So, but yeah, I was golfing like three months later. and Hell yeah. Yeah, no, not, not at all smart. I still have neck pain. Pretty sure it did not heal all the way because I still get some numbness in my fingers. <laughs> you know, cold weather really makes it hurt. I feel like if we just took it, like, just took, did the same thing. Again, we might pop it back in. But that's what I'm saying. Here's some words of wisdom. That's a problem for future Zach. Yeah, see, that's just Words not, of wisdom. <laughs> that's just not, right there. That's just not the way to go about it at all. That is most definitely the way to go about everything. Alrighty, we've been on a... <laughs> A pretty wild rant here for the last hour and 15 minutes, so we're probably going to wrap this one up for the first episode of The Ballroom. Thank you all for joining us. Take care, and good night. Good night.